listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Amitha Rao, and Amitha talked about having chronic lice as a child. This week, I sat down with Mary Kelly, and Mary told me it's kind of a gory story, um, and maybe not for everybody, so if this this doesn't seem like your bag, uh, (laughs) it wasn't mine either, so I get it. Um, But Mary told me about when she was hanging out by the river and saw a cat fall out of a balcony from a high-rise and perish, so um, yeah, if that's not something you want to listen to. No hard feelings. <laughs> uh, but Mary, obviously, is very funny. Uh, so here's Mary Kelly. Well, this is a couple years ago, and I was with a group of really, like, corporate people after work, and we're sitting by the river. I was with my husband and his, like, work friends, so I didn't really know them, and we were all, like, drinking a lot, and... Just having a good time by the river, enjoying the city. And my favorite thing about the river is how it smells like raw sewage. It's horrible, <laughs> horrible actually. When, yeah, it's, it's so, disgusting. I didn't want to so do that. It's so pretty. And like during the pandemic, I would run along the river a lot. And it's like, it's such a gorgeous yeah. view. But there was points, there, especially there's like, I would run through, what park is that? Uh, is it Horner? What's the one on Montrose in like California? Uh, that's not, I don't is know. that Horner? I think. But Anyways, that sounds right. There's this like grate, and I would run over the grate, and I, I would hold my breath every time because it smelled like yeah. dookie. Uh, yeah. I used to actually work. One time I saw a flying squirrel. For real? Yeah. I was running by the river, and I it was I was like really having a mentally ill time during the pandemic, so I'd run at like 11. Like, my boyfriend would be <laughs> like, my, my boyfriend would be like, hey, maybe you shouldn't run alone. Maybe you shouldn't run four miles alone at midnight. And I was like, I have to. <laughs> Like, I literally can't not do it, but it was, it was late at night, and I saw something flying, and I was like, is that a bird? Because I was like, it's really late for a bird to be flopping around, and it was a flying squirrel. Oh, amazing. And I looked it up later. It was definitely a flying squirrel. And I didn't I, even know those really existed. I saw an owl one time, too. I, oh, I saw an owl in the in the park, like, and you know, some of them go, who cooks for you? Yeah. I, I, don't, I love that. Okay, but I want to say one thing about the river. I used to work at the National... No. Yes, National Resource <laughs> Defense Council. That's it. I was just like the receptionist, but I'm not smart. But like <laughs> the guy who ran that whole place, all about like understanding our resources, would look out the window and watch people kayaking in the Chicago River and would be like, never do that. That river is 80% sewage. So I was say even, yeah. I mean, we'll I'm it. like, it's I have disgusting. a pretty high tolerance for like, I'll like, in inland lake that's kind of gross i'll jump in sure but like the river yeah the Those thought chicago of chicago river kayaking and also like because i you know it's splashing on you and also it's, like what if you fall in and yeah i'm not good at, at balancing i'm gonna go in well yeah. kayaks are hard no they are especially <laughs> getting in and out is gnarly yeah you know? yeah i would definitely be covered in that sewage oh yes yeah, so but also i guess they said 80%. it's you know i heard that i think it's by I thought they said by ugh, I can't remember the year now, but in not any in, in the somewhat near future, I heard that they want to have it clean enough to swim in. Never gross. They said you won't find me. They doing said that. in a in less than ten years, I think they said, and they're still gonna put that green shit in, and every year be like, sorry, you're green for this weekend. But well, yeah, maybe safe. don't swim right then. Well, I mean, it is it's like a plumbing agent, I guess, but what? Yeah, they're lying. Oh, shit, don't trust them. Um, <laughs> 
I heard that the first year that they did that because it's like what the the whole thing is like um they use that for like underwater pipes they put it through the pipes to see where the leak is because the green will like leak through the pipe so it's like oh. safe but um I guess the first year they did it the guy kind of like misjudged <laughs> he did like a hundred times and I guess the the river is green like for like a very long time they're like we really love the Irish yeah we're Irish here. <laughs> And we celebrate for months. Yeah, for for a whole year, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was, like, real. The guy, like, misjudged, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Classic. He's like, I got it. <laughs> no, no. I've I've got this. I think I can. I'm a out. plumber. I can figure this yeah. out. <laughs> I don't need measurements. That's how I, like, bake. It doesn't work it's out. It's an art, not a science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, yes. We so- worked for the guy. Okay, so we were just, I was just with corporate people, and we're at the river, but I didn't really know them, and you're right, it smells like really disgusting, and I think after you drink enough beer, you just start to ignore that, because it, everything else looks pretty. Wait, wait, no, what was the thing about the guy you worked for? Oh, just that he would say, don't go in the Chicago River. Oh, that was, oh, right, you that was it, because it's 80% I thought I interrupted you. poop. Yeah, okay. 80%. <laughs> poop you heard it here like oh uh, sounds like my 80... sounds like my ex-boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> don't ah. swim in either of those yeah um as per the government's warning <laughs> yeah the cdc <laughs> yeah <laughs> no otherwise that job was boring and i didn't learn anything and i didn't like it um but the people were nice that i worked with but whatever <laughs> Science. That's you how can't I, ask me to help. A lot of that. the jobs that I've I've had some terrible jobs and I've gotten I've stayed for way too long because I'm like, oh, all my I love all my coworkers, yeah, but same. the job itself is like horrible. They are bending me over a barrel, but I'm like, oh, but but yep. Jason's so fun. <laughs> but he's my work boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. He gets me Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. No, nothing that nothing that serious. Beautiful, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, not even. Just, just had a good personality. I, I really doesn't take much to lock me in for four years. <laughs> you yeah, can, you can enough. like ab- genuinely abuse me. <laughs> just say something nice after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Anyway, so I learned how disgusting the river is there, but I had lost that job and sort of left it, and <laughs> I was, yeah. So. The thing is that, like, everything besides the river smelling, which we all know, and you ignore after four and a half beers or yeah. white claws, the, that is just, like, idyllic. Like, all the, you know, the sun setting, and it's beautiful, and, like, the train's going by, and you're like, I, oh, my the God, am I The leg is floating past. There you go. <laughs> Some guy in the architecture tour is wooing. My friend's boss's daughter found a foot. In the river? hmm Okay. Yeah. So that's why you don't swim in it, people, Makes even after think. they clean it, quote Makes unquote. you think. I knew there were foot feet in there and <laughs> arms and heads and bodies. And I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> Al Capone was only doing that dirty shit like 100 years ago. Where do you think those feet went? Mm-hmm. He cut off, probably. Yeah, all the feet, the cement finally uh, <laughs> finally dissolved. And now just the feet are floating up. <laughs> of the worst mobsters of Nin- our time. 1923 looking ass. Yeah, but, right. Oh, God. <laughs> it's tap dancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does not know what's coming for it with the Great it's Depression. It's crawling to the green mill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels, it feels at home there. <laughs> Yeah, so it looks really great. It's beautiful. You just feel amazing. And then I looked up at this big skyscraper of an apartment that we were drinking next to. And I saw like a backpack starting to fall. 
I, I mean, I thought it was a backpack. It was like this from like a somebody's balcony. From somebody's balcony, exactly. Really up near the top. And I thought it was like a backpack or something. And it's like falling really fast. And we're all kind of looking at it. And we're all really drunk. And then it just like slams against the ground. And then it meowed. Yeah, and it was like, oh After my god! The, how many stories up was it? Probably like a hundred, like the top, like the it top of Wolf Point. After it was Wolf them. Point, if you've ever been there, Chicagoans. Yeah, it so it meowed after it hit the ground, so it didn't die. And that, I mean, like that's the for nastiest the, for thing the, I've ever for seen. For the listeners, I did. Mary gave me two choices of stories, <laughs> and I ch- I chose this one because the other story she'd already told, and I used it for the podcast of her her life story about throwing up. Uh-huh. Corned beef, and I do a little bit regret. I'm like such a cat lady. I am. Too. Why didn't it die, dude? I didn't I know, know it was gonna be alive. Mm-hmm. That was what was so nasty about it. Really, honestly, was, was it alive it was for a long lived- time? Oh yeah. So it was. It was. Oh my god. Split oh, in half. Is, I actually hate this. <laughs> it was split. I warned you. Oh my god. <laughs> we can go back. <clears throat> you will not. <laughs> this podcast will only be on bloopers. And no. Um. It was split in half, but still alive. It was really horrible. And we were drunk and, like, confused. Cats do land on their feet. They do, but But if it's from 100 feet, the the feet go outward. The feet are separate. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was horrible. I am such a cat person, too. I was bawling. I was fucking Oh, that would sob. That would fuck my life up. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Once we all kind of, like... We just stopped in shock. Sometimes I project onto my cats and I go, Charlie's depressed. Everyone goes, No, you're a depressed bitch. And (laughs) and even even like even thinking my cat is like a little sad makes me sad and like Yes. No, No, me too. I'm very connected to my cat's emotions, I think. My cat's name is Jean Luc Picard after Star Trek Captain. And I came up with that name for him when I was 10 and then, like, got him many years later. But, like, for, like, a decade plus, I was, like, holding on to this name. I was, like, this is going to be my cat. A lot of people have a baby name they hold on for for years. But you're, like, (laughs) no. I was holding on to Picard. (laughs) And it's because they're both bald because he's a hairless cat. Um, You have a hairless cat? Yeah. He's 13 now. Oh, no. I, um, I've i heard they disgust me, to be quite honest with Many you. Many people. I, honestly, me too, after okay, living with one. Okay, because my whole thing is, like, I, my cats, I come home and I pick the one up. The other one kind of, uh, she comes, I pet her when she decides to be pet. She's very, she has a lot of boundaries. But my other cat, he waits <laughs> for me at the door, and I pick him up, and I, like, <clears throat> I, like, rub him. And, like, so much of what I like about them is they're soft and fluffy (laughs) so to have a fucking bald one i know but i i i have heard that those cats have like really sweet temperaments they are he's different than any cat i've ever met yeah i heard that that's like the thing is that they're real they're like super sweet but like like more of a dog but they're just like ugh, they're horrible to look at mine is so cute i'm gonna change your opinion one day (laughs) no he's ugly and gross i was gonna say you gotta but he's Bony rotisserie chicken. For oh my pet. god! Sometimes I hold him in my arm when his little legs hanging, and I go around and I go, "They want chicken. <laughs> you want a drumstick? I want to fry up this little drumstick." Wait, but you and have he more does than not like that. <laughs> you have more than one cat, though. No, just one. Oh, just oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, is yeah. the other? Does the other one have hair? Or no? I grew up with cats, though. Um, yeah, me too. For 
I was ones. big, yes. big cat girl. I'm horribly allergic. So like oh, after I moved out. Okay, yeah. Yeah, after, I, although I was 10 when I came up with the idea. So no, I always wanted one. But then after I moved out and I tried to go back home and I'm fucking allergic to my cats now, I was like, what? Um, yeah, that happened to my sister. Like when it's we were horrible. like living at home, she was fine. And when she left yeah. for college and she came back, then the allergies kicked in. Yeah. So then it was like, maybe I am going to get this hairless cat from when I'm dead. But, I mean, it is a thing where you, you can get used to it. Like, Yeah. But, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, quite a gamble if yes. you don't and you just have to be on – you have to be medicated for 15 years. I'm, <laughs> honestly, if anyone's listening and wants to use this as a way to still have a cat, it doesn't work. You're still a little bit allergic to the hairless cat. The dander. Cat. Yeah. It's the skin. It's so not really like, the hair necessarily. He has yeah. to have baths all the time to, like, reduce that. Mm-hmm. But he's been having baths since he's a kid, so he just goes in there and he just goes – the only thing worse than a hairless cat is a wet hairless cat. <laughs> You're right. Yuck. It's gross. Okay, anyway, so the cat split in half. Not my cat. Jean-Luc is safe at home. Love yeah. you. He's in one He's in one piece. <laughs> oh, God. But I, I can't even think about how I would sob if that had been a ma- my cat. And this was a strange cat well, to me. That, and I was I sobbing. Or just when cats like, get hit by a car. And yeah, like, horrible. I'm like, oh. This is worse. This was worse. That is The blood worse. splatter was like at least five feet, six feet from the cat. Jesus Christ. And like. I've been over there, and I think the blood is still on the ground. Um, oh. Yeah, pretty gross. Someone was like, this is a horrible Chicago murder. No, it was just a cat that fell from 100 feet up. Oh, those dumb fuckers. I know, exactly. Why are you goofing off out there? <laughs> what are you doing out there? And who let you out there? But we'll get to that. So, like, um, we all just, like, stood there, like, uh, what do we do? And then it meowed, and then I'm, like, mm. drunk sobbing. I turned to my husband and I was like, pet it. <laughs> oh, God. Because, like, I don't know why. I wanted to I wanted to make it feel better. Like, and we're, yeah. yeah, he was like, okay. And, like, walks over near it and, like, tries to say calming things. <laughs> and we just shouldn't have done that. It, like, started crying. And, oh, my like, God. Oh, this is bad. It was this is one so of the worst bad. Ever. <laughs> it was so, so bad. No, it was really bad. When, um. It was horrible. This Gross. just made me. I when so when my cat, I had I got a cat. I I was fostering a cat when I was in college, and I was like, "This is great! Like no strings attached. I can have a cat without really having to have the responsibility of having a cat." Like, yeah, they would like pay for the like worm medication and stuff. Like when I got, but of course I immediately. It's called a foster fail. I was yeah. attached immediately. Did I? I adopted the cat, um, and I had him for five years. He was, like, eight, Aww. and he died very tragically. And suddenly, oh, no. um, I took him into the vet because he was getting a little skinny. I just cause c- could kind of feel his spine, and I was like, ah, he's kind of losing weight. I'm going to bring him in. Because before yeah. that, I had, I had um, fed him till he was, like, morbidly obese. Yeah. So we'd been trying to lose weight. Um, and I was like, wait, Aww. now we're kind of crossing the other side. I just brought him in just for a little checkup, and they were like, they're like, no, he's, you know, they checked his, all his vitals and stuff. They're like, he seems fine, but we'll just run some blood work. But he seems okay, and he's due for his rabies vaccine, so we'll just do that. And I go, okay. And on the way home in the car, he, like, screamed. <gasps> it was insane. I had to pull the car over. He was, like, freaking out, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. I brought him home, and they were like, they told me that, like, his his leg, this isn't that fun of us. This is not a fun story at all, but he was, <laughs> they were like, He's going to favor the leg that we did the shot, and he's going to be lethargic. I go, okay. But I brought him home, and I was like, he uh, can barely walk, and he's, like, laying oh, flat. No. And I called them several times, and I was like, is this what you meant? Because, like, this seems kind of extreme. And they were like, yeah, just let him let him relax. I called him. So then he, like, had a seizure, and then he, like, <gasps> oh, what no. I now know, he died. Like, I never I, – I, so, but we rushed him to – he, like – 
I can't even like I won't describe oh, it because it's not thing. fun to listen to. But he did. I think he died at my house, and I dragged his right his body right. to the vet. And it's five p.m. traffic, oh, but no. we're in the car, and I'm holding his like limp body, and he's. Every 30 seconds, he would, like, go like this. <gasps> like, he would oh, suck no. in, and I'm weeping, crying, and I'm going, Finn. <laughs> Finn, and my boyfriend's driving me through, through like, rush hour traffic. But <laughs> oh, <Finn. laughs> what reminded me of it was, so I'm holding him. He's, like, she's, like, he's, like, shitting on my leg. He's, I'm holding his, like, limp body, and, and Diller goes, I don't know, give him CPR. <laughs> and I look down at him, his like open mouth, and he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, ah. Uh. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't. I, I love this oh. cat so much, but I was like, I don't think yeah. I'm going to be putting my <laughs> mouth on his yeah, mouth. I don't think so. I was like, even in the moment, I was kind of like, <laughs> um, okay. Excuse me. <laughs> and I rushed him back, and they, like, intubated him, and they run the blood really fast. And he ended up, it was, um, they did, like, an autopsy. They, I thought that they killed him with the shot. They, right. I think, maybe a little bit thought that, too. Um, they right. went, they did, did an autopsy for free, and he ended up, he'd had a mask, he had cancer, he had a mask growing on his liver that had, um, like, ruptured or whatever, so he was oh. bleeding internally, that's why he died so So suddenly. maybe the shot, like, set something They thought off maybe, was... they thought maybe just kind of the stress of going to the vet might yeah. have. Um, but also... Looking back, he had, like, shit on my bed the night before, which was, like, so out of character. And, like, yes. you know, cats will do, like, cats will shit and piss somewhere weird when they're sick yes. to, like, let you know. So I think maybe, like, even if I hadn't, maybe it might have happened. It might have just been a coincidence, but it was right traumatic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those oh, four shit. things, we love them. I love them so much. And yeah. also, when, yeah, when he, I, like... When he died, I cried for like three days straight. Like, yes. like I was like inconsolable, and I had to go work brunch, and I would go oh, out in God. the alley and just let loose and like weep. <laughs> but I'm like a very like you can tell when I've been crying. Like I like get all red and like puffy. So I'd come back in and be like, "Can I get you guys any Bloody Marys?" <laughs> I could see these tables being like, "Jesus, oh, God!" <laughs> like what happened to you? You're like we'll take the check. Like so all day long, just being like. <laughs> <laughs> the French toast is really good. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting Sheva for Ben. <laughs> okay, anyway, so you went and tried to pet him. What then what happened? Yeah, it cried more. Um, at that point, like because it was right after work letting out. I don't remember now why we were drinking at like four o'clock. So oh, you don't happened. remember why? <laughs> it's not just your life, okay? Yeah, that's <laughs> just your nature. You know, <laughs> I like being by the stinky river. Um, I just love nature. <laughs> if there's boy claw, um, I love claws in nature. White claws. Okay, um, but yeah. So then the problem was that like. We had embedded ourselves in this situation. We could have just walked away, which we realized later. But instead, we were like, we're part of this. And all these people started leaving work and walking. This like, is just they on the sidewalk? They would have trampled the cat. Yeah, like, it was Aww. right on the sidewalk. So then it was like, we can't let that happen because, like, someone's going to come looking for this cat. So we had to kind of, like, surround the area. And then me and someone else were like running point like going out to people with dogs like don't walk this way you don't want to do this <laughs> it's like we oh like became God. the police of this 
scenario. And then one of our friends went in the building and was like, I'm going to find the owner. So then this girl- Good. I was going to say that. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I would have done. I would have gone in and been like, you got to send out a fucking mass email right now. <laughs> I know. I couldn't. I, I didn't go there mentally. I was just like worried about the cat, I guess, and someone trampling him. But this chick was like, somebody's wondering what happened to this poor cat. Uh, okay. So she runs in and finds this woman who I think she should have been weeping. She wasn't weeping. So I'm like drunkenly judging her because she was like, he he went out on the balcony. I was calling for him. Oh my God, I'm so loud. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up being yelled at for being too loud at every sleepover I ever went to in my entire life. Yeah, you're you're a like, is the mic okay? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I normally talk like this. I know you lie. liar. It's fucking lie. <laughs> So I sit over here. I just monitor the monitor the levels. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> no, no, you, it sounds good. You're good. Okay, so yeah, so this girl comes down. She's not crying, and I noticed that right away. And she's like, "He went by the door, and we told him not to go by the door." And just was kind of like yelling excuses. If you ask me, I'm on cat side, not this lady side. And then she's like, my boyfriend's going to be so mad. It was his cat. <gasps> oh, my gosh. So she let this her boyfriend's cat, who she like just moved in with, fall off the balcony. Uh, fall off the balcony? You moved there and you're going to let that happen? Like, you're an idiot. So we were, like, kind of berating this woman at a horrible time. Like, we, once again, should not have in any way been involved. <laughs> we should have just, like, went oh. on our own way and continued walking along the river. But instead, we were, like, there for, like, at this point, an hour and a half. Oh, my God. Um, All the work people left. And, yeah, I, I mean, I'm honestly regretting telling this story now because it only gets sadder. <laughs> but then the boyfriend came. Oh, no. And he... Had his little, he mm-hmm. kind of looked like Patrick Bateman or like one of the like. Okay, 90s I know I'm back in the story. <laughs> he looked like and like he just had like a big trench coat on and like like my dad's leather leather like you know briefcase. I don't know. He just looked like very stereotypical something, and he like walked over and he saw it. And he dropped his jacket and he dropped his briefcase and he fell to his knees and he cried out. I I mean, if I would absolutely lose my shit. Me too. I would have done the exact same thing. I mean, yeah, like something happens to Jean-Luc. I've been like, people need to know that I will be destroyed. Yeah, so he drops to his knees and then they like, him and his girlfriend are like crying, but you can tell like they are going to break up. Like, how are they going to survive this? There's no surviving that. And we, for once again, some reason, which we've talked about as a group, why did we not leave yet? Like, it was time to leave. <laughs> like, we were there for a very private moment of this man, like, discovering his cat's death. And we were, like, watching around the corner. Like, what is wrong with us? Oh my God. I don't know. But um, finally, we're like, we should go. We should go. And we're, like, realizing it's time to go. And the guy just kind of saunters away, crying with his um, soon-to-be ex-girlfriend. And then the worst part, really, is that, like, this little, like, maintenance man with, like, a garbage can and a shovel came out. And we were like, yeah, it's time to go. So oh, my God. Then we left. <laughs> oh, wow. That's the story. God, life is so fucked <laughs> It just gets worse the older you get. Oh my it God. really does, yeah. But, you know, they had to have broken up, I think. I mean, it was a classic, classic breakup tale. I really should. I mean, not that this is the same, but, like, you know, when a 
when people when their kids die like 60 percent of people divorce after that it's yeah. hard it's hard to like make it through like trauma so yeah, yeah. not that it's the same with the cat obviously but kind of though that i don't like when people say they're pets of their children no it's not he's not my kid <laughs> he's my i would just reloading roommate <laughs> that i'm obsessed with I'm, i can't not know what he's doing I every day scoop his shit up <laughs> No, he's not my kid. I would no. I would never. Call. I, w- I don't consider him my child even a little bit. I consider us friends, honestly. I would never. Be I consider us nice close friends. To my kid. Yeah, I would yeah. never do these things for a kid. A very close, <laughs> only for he's a my friend. very close roommate. <laughs> exactly. Non-consensual. Is- he, he didn't decide to do this. In a way, he is my prisoner, actually. <laughs> but I treat him real nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're gonna like it here in this prison, honey. Oh yeah. Hell like- yeah. I'm bringing out the little, I'm bringing out the frisky treats and stuff. <laughs> I'm giving them tuna. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me and Jean-Luc have been through it back when I didn't have a lot of money. It was like, sorry, buddy, it's just tuna for me and you tonight. But now, like, no, I got tuna for a cat's like the best, that's the fanciest oh. meal you could eat. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm also giving them, we call them cat Cheetos, but like when you just get the like, you know, like cat chow or whatever. It's yes. like, that's not good for them. It's got like a bunch of weed and stuff in it. I think that cat tuna Cheetos. is from just like the store is not that good for them either, though. But that's all I had. It I was eating be, it too. It has to be better than, you know, the thirteen dollar cat food, though, right? I, Probably. I think. But now we've reached a point where he's thirteen years old and pooping all over the floor and eating the fanciest cat food ever. So yeah, yeah he's, he's living, he's living life, life in high this on prison, the hog. <laughs> <laughs> he has a hammock on the window. Oh hell it's yeah! It's amazing. Ooh, I want to get one of those. Me too. Do you have the? I, I want one for cat me. water fountain too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, it's a it lights up and has a flower. Oh, I've seen that. Mine doesn't light up. I have just the like catite one. But... Oh, we had that one, and Jean Luc wouldn't touch it, honey. Really, it wasn't good wow. enough for him. <laughs> it's like exhausting. I guess like they, he likes he likes to slurp on it. My one cat hates it though. She like she would prefer like the most stagnant like fucked up water. <laughs> She's so weird. She has the weirdest like. She's really picky. She won't even eat wet cat food. Like most cats, like go crazy for wet cat food she she won't touch it she'll eat her like cat cheetos like just like regular dry cat food and then she likes eating um (laughs) cicadas (laughs) what i've seen her okay absolutely delete a a cicada um she likes if you leave your airpods out she will lick the earwax off them she's disgusting kind of like a cicada she's (laughs) she's foul (laughs) she's yeah Uh, i'm obsessed These are kind of on theme. Um, <laughs> they're both about Wisconsin. Perfect. They must be from the same pe- person. But um, okay, so so at our live show, the audience yeah. can submit their own disgusting ladylike story to be read on stage anonymously. And these are some of those stories. Um, I had sex with a dude dressed up as a leprechaun on the roof of a frat house. Hashtag Wisconsin. Oh my God. <laughs> that was that was one of my friends. She was at the show. I know exactly who did that. <laughs> Now she's married. Well, to the leprechaun? No, I wish. Oh, God. <laughs> so you know that guy knows how to dress up for him. Yeah. <laughs> He's a frisky little fella. <laughs> he knows what the gold is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, one time, a guy ate me out while I was on my period, and he said the blood didn't taste great, so he added ranch. Hashtag what? Wisconsin. I hope this one is fake. Okay, I am from Wisconsin. That is not something we're Where doing. Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. I'm from northern Wisconsin. Green Lake. Oh, okay. Green Lake? Mm, so I'm from I'm from like all the way north. Oh yeah. The tip, I'm from like tip, top like by 
I'm from like seven hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's on the way up there. I'm from way way the fuck. It's eight hours like straight north of here. Shit, Wisconsin bitches. Mm hmm. Yeah. I was, yeah, actually. Drink beer. Yeah. (laughs) We're doing it right now. And actually, you know where these are made? (laughs) Where? Lacrosse. Oh, hell yeah. They're the. We're drinking, for the listener, we're drinking uh, a Montauki cold snack, which is the um, uh, official, unofficial beer of uh, Montana, I believe. Um, and yet, yeah, that's what it says. Them? But yeah, made in Lacrosse, Wisconsin, Montana. You poser ass bitch. You sad you loser. Liars. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> it's us that have the drinking problem, not you. Yeah, it's Wisconsiners. They don't, they don't even know what they're doing out there. No. Um, okay. I'll read you one more. I was wearing a wide leg jumpsuit to a friend's birthday party, and I came up with a good idea of pulling the wide leg to the to the side in the bathroom to pee to save time. Oh, no. I got, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, this one's kind of uh, foreboding. <laughs> I got increasingly drunk, and it was harder and harder to sideswipe, and I just pissed myself in the bathroom. Told my boyfriend, oh, we need to leave. <laughs> oh, my God. She thought it was going to run down her leg perfectly? Well, this is actually, I also know exactly who sent this one, and this is also one of my friends. Um <laughs> Different friend group, but this is my, one of my friends. And she, yeah, well, at the beginning of the night, she was nailing it. Cause okay. She, and right. she's, I will say, it's Katie. She won't care if I say it. My friend Katie. Uh, Sorry, Katie. She, uh, also, you're a fortune, hero. Fortune favors the fucking bold. And I've never <laughs> seen that to be more true than, <laughs> I bring her up in this podcast like all the time. But <laughs> she's like, she'll do insane shit like that. One time she shit in the parking lot of the diversity bowl. Oh, okay. She hey, when you gotta go, peeing, you gotta go. Yeah, she was peeing, and then she's like, I had a shit. And we were like, the fuck are you talking about? Can we go over there? There it is. Oh, my God. She did it. <laughs> it was wild, actually. What a wild woman. I like it. Kind of like her style, honestly. Yeah, no, she's she's uh, she's eccentric. Yeah. <laughs> wild card. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she was, uh, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. Well, even, like. When she was shitting outside the diversity pool, she we came out, we were bowling, we left, and I was like, she's like, I have to pee, and we're like, okay, well, we'll wait, head back inside. She goes, no, it'll take too long. And it's like, so she has this, like, kind of this, like, weird, like, practicality that's not practical, where we were like, <laughs> like, and that's, you know, that's what, with the jumpsuit. She was like, no, it'll take too long to take it off, so I'm going to piss through the leg. <laughs> and next thing you know, she's covered in piss, and she's like, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, you fly a little too close to the sun <laughs> sometimes. I do have, I'm not going to lie, I have a shorts jumpsuit that has to be tied in the back. Mm-hmm. And there's no way I'm taking that thing yeah. off once I've been strapped in. So, yeah, I'm definitely Also, you're, you're so vulnerable because you have to be completely naked. Exactly. Once I was what if in, it's locked in at work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or you can't my reach God. and tie yourself. You're like uh, asking. Some oh yeah, lady, you're coming out naked. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, do you mind? Um, yeah, like once I remember, I was wearing fucking overalls and I was like, all right, just got it. You know, you're like overalls and peeing is rough, and you're just like kind of <laughs> holding like a pile of of it in your hand. But I didn't realize where the like stringy bits with the hooks on the and toilet. I, I was just peeing on them. <laughs> <laughs> I was outside, but I was just peeing do you know on Chris, them. Do you know Chrissy Turner? Yeah. And yeah, she she told that almost exact same oh. story where <laughs> I was in the bathroom with her. She was like, Oh, I peed on oh. my But it was she was in she was on the toilet but she wasn't paying attention. Oh god. And her one strap yep. was just 
like soaking just in the in toilet there. water. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> wow, the bacteria on that. All over yeah. Him. Yeah. I had to like go back to my group because I was like also just like, I'm gonna go pee over here quick. And I had to go back <laughs> to my group. You, I would have like, just what? chopped that oh. whole strap off. <laughs> leave it behind. I kind of like was like trying to be smooth with like time over here. I was like nowhere near anywhere I was gonna get new clothes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they noticed right away. It's like, well, let's <laughs> just get some water and dump it on there. <laughs> I'm gonna be out for a while. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> Fine, it's fine, you guys. He's like 90% sterile. <laughs> yeah, Bear, Bear Girls drinks that shit. Hello. <laughs> it's fine. Our live story comes from Amitha Rao. Amitha runs a show at The Annoyance called Gag Reflex, and this was recorded in May of 2023. Here's Amitha Rao. We sold our words for property, but we didn't love gross stories. I love to collect them. So I was having a lot of trouble narrowing down which gross story I wanted to tell you guys. I was like, should I tell them about the time I like shit my pants at my dad's college reunion? Or should I tell them about the four consecutive UTIs I got from a guy who didn't wash their hands? And I was like, no, I'm going to start at the beginning. I'm going to go back to my inner child and tell you guys about my lice. So I want you guys, so lice is very common. Um, raise your hand if you got lice in elementary school at some point. Okay, so yeah, a bunch of people, it's very common. Now raise your hand if you got lice like two different years in elementary school. Um, okay, so actually the hands actually already shot. Oh no, that's the one, good. And um, raise your hand if you had lice for like three consecutive years in elementary school. It's like no one, and then raise your hand. hand. Oh, we have another one, someone's still here. Um, and now keep your hand up if you had your l- lice for about like seven consecutive years <laughs> from kindergarten to sixth grade. No. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is so weird that that didn't happen to anyone. That is so crazy. Um, yeah, I had lice from kindergarten to sixth grade. And um, I know that sounds really crazy, like a case of like child neglect or like perhaps parental abuse, but um, I want to reassure you guys, I had very kind, very sweet parents. They were awesome. I had a lovely childhood and I was actually uh, very carefree and moved through life with a lively spirit, um, (laughs) which is surprising considering I was shouldering the weight of hundreds if not thousands of lice on my head. So it's honestly a feat that I was able to do it at all. Um, But yeah, so my parents, they were incredibly great. They were just very domestically incompetent. I had amazing parents who were incredibly professionally competent. My mom published three textbooks. She traveled the world for conferences and my dad was an amazing software engineer, but they had like a lot of trouble like hanging up pictures and like treating their child for life. Um, it could, you know, hanging up a picture could take like four to six months and treating their child for life could take like four to six years. So it was like a very long process. Um, and it's actually kind of crazy how bad they were at domestic tasks, um, despite how much intelligence they had. Like I can't really stress how bad the life situation was. (laughs) My sister would sit behind me and pluck out lice from my head like a monkey. And we would do this for hours. 
and then she would kill them between her thumbs like this and they would make a little <laughs> because that's the blood in their backs popping. <laughs> so we would do that for hours um, and I would feel them all the time and I just grew accustomed to just like having lice. <laughs> I, you know, after showers, me and my mom had like this really fun bonding routine where she would come and with a white towel, she would like shake it through my head and then there would just be lice like all over the towel. You have to get white so you can see them. And then she would put it on the sink and we would kill them together. So that was like a very fun activity I got to do with my mom growing up. Um, and it was very weird uh, because, you know, sometimes um, that would make it hard with friends. You know, uh, it's sometimes hard with friends when you have constant lice because like sometimes their moms would be like, notice this like weird correlation <laughs> between them hanging out with me and like them getting lice. So it's just like a weird thing. And so a lot of times I wouldn't see my friends for like a couple of weeks because they're like, you can't see Amitha till you get rid of your lice. And then my mom would be like, you can't see your friends till they get rid of your lice because she knew what was happening and she didn't stop it, but not to her fault. She was just, she was a sweetie pie. She was so busy. Um, but uh, the thing is, this made me a very secure child. I was such a secure child because I knew my friends fucking loved me. I was like, these people are hanging out with me to their active detriment. Their health is being detrimented every time they hang out with me and they fucking still do it. So I was like, Sydney Brain, Kristen Shin, you guys are fucking real ones. You still wanna hang out? white ass sheets in her room, like childhood sleepovers, heads touching, like da, da, da. Like we were like best friends. And like, you know, she was really classy about it. She wouldn't talk about when she had life, so I don't really know how many times I gave it to her. But like, I can only assume, because she was my best friend all through elementary school. Um, and it's not like my parents didn't try to get rid of the lice, they really did. They used the box formulas, but they would also try all these like holistic natural remedies from India. And I was like, listen, I'm sure these natural remedies like sitting out in the sun with coconut oil in your hair worked very well in like the motherland. Uh, but here with American lice, I feel like it was akin to like getting a massage because they were just kind of like lounging in my hair and tanning in the sun and I would just, be on the porch for hours. Um, and they just like were proliferating and they never went away. So uh, it was really awkward because every year we would have like a lice outbreak at my school and I'd have to like feign surprise. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, guys, again? Guys, come on. We have to get like control of this. This is like not good. One of you guys needs to like fix this. And then inevitably, you know, they'd be like, you have to go to the nurse one by one, and they would find my lice every single year, and then I would have to go home for a week, because they send you home for a week, and then I would have to come back to school and pretend for my own sanity that they weren't able to connect the dots, that they would just assume I was gone for other reasons. But every year, I, I'm sure they probably put the dots together. And um, it was especially hard at like birthday parties, and like birthday party sleepovers because I had this like really intense visceral fear that someone would wake up in the middle of the night 
and there would just be like a line of like army marching knights <laughs> to like another girl's pillow. And I was always so scared that they would find me out. Um, but uh, they usually, they didn't, but we would always get like an email after the birthday party where it's like, hey guys, Sarah got lice. <laughs> we don't know how it happened, but we just want to let you guys know so you guys can check and get out and be like, oh my God, that is so crazy. It's like, why even have a birthday party at that point? Um, and this like continued, uh, like obviously, you know, this built a very strong spirit in me and this continued year after year after year until sixth grade, until I got prescription grade lice medication. Because they can prescribe you really strong lice medication. And I'm assuming the lice on my head, having lived there for so long, had evolved into a strain of super lice um, <laughs> that needed like really strong medicine. Uh, and then I didn't have lice for like six years. <laughs> and then I was in a community production of Greece. <laughs> and some bitch got lice, which happens in community theater. Uh, but you know, so everyone got the email, everyone started checking their hair, and some people had it, and some people didn't. And me and my mom combed through my hair for hours. And we were like, my mom was like, you don't have lice. There's no nits, you don't have lice. But I knew I had lice. <laughs> Do you know how you can like recognize your roommate's footsteps? when they're walking up the stairs and you can kind of tell which roommate's coming. I basically had that, but like for like a billion roommates for seven years. I fucking knew what they felt like. I knew what they sounded like and I knew what they felt like. So I combed my hair every day for the next week for hours until I found, I kid you not, a singular louse. That's the singular if you guys didn't know. Um, I found a singular louse and then I got rid of them because, and this is actually great advice, I straightened my hair every day, the heat pops the nits and kills the lice. Uh, and then I used dog and flea tick shampoo. And I got rid of that shit in five fucking days because I found out, <laughs> once I had autonomy of my own body, it's actually not that hard to get rid of lice. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Mary Kelly. Okay, well, you can find me at Mary Kelly Comedy on Instagram and TikTok. And you can follow my show, Work Comedy, W-E-R-K. We are every second Thursday at The Lodge, right here, baby, um, at 7 p.m. And our next show is June 8th, Pride Extravaganza, honey. And it's such a good lineup. And you're going to love it, so come out. I got a bubble gun. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.